good vibes only. Have you got the t-shirt? Have you worn the t-shirt? Did it feel good? Did it feel helpful? Or did something not sit comfortably with you about good vibes only and the quest for positivity at all costs? If that sounds like you, listen up. You are going to love this week's episode of Self-Sabotage to Success. This is the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. I am your host, Lucy Orton. I am the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation expert. I love all things positive psychology and I transform female purpose-led entrepreneurs from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, imposter syndrome suffering, but very, very talented business owners into the most empowered CEOs who recognize and own that talent and move away from self-sabotage into rock-solid self-belief, supercharged confidence and amazing business success. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast was created to help women just like you step into your awesome because we so need your voice in the world right now more than ever. I am incredibly grateful to have you here. If you enjoy this episode and the rest of the Self-Sabotage to Success archives, then I'd love to hear from you. You can book a Self-Sabotage breakthrough call using the link in the show notes and you can also help the positive messages of this podcast reach even more female purpose-led entrepreneurs by leaving me a five-star rating or even better, a review on Apple Podcasts. I am so touched by every message and every review I receive. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy today's show and I'm rooting for you and your purpose-led business always. Hello, hello and a huge warm welcome to this week's episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. It's fantastic to have you here. As always, I am so grateful for all my listeners. And as I always say, I'm super grateful for those messages that I receive and for the reviews that people super kindly leave, because I know that Apple doesn't make it easy for you guys to leave podcast reviews. And it also doesn't make it easy sometimes for me to see them. So I had a wonderful review this that I noticed this week, but that actually was sent or submitted probably weeks ago. And it was super exciting because it was my first review from Australia. So I wanted to read it out today and say a big thank you to the lovely Amy Russell, who said five stars, eye-opening and empowering. This is a fantastic podcast and I can see that Lucy's message of empowerment would not just speak to women, but all people. Fantastic work. So thank you so much, Amy. It's lovely to know that I've got some listeners down under. And as I said, Apple did not make that easy for me. I found out via a third party 
via a completely different website that messaged me and told me I had this review. And I don't know if I would have ever found it because the way to find your international reviews on Apple is quite weird and tricky. So if you ever send me a review and you're outside of the UK, which is where my podcast is kind of cited, please do ping me an email as well so that I don't miss it because I'd absolutely love to see it and to read it out on the show. You all know how much these podcast reviews mean to me. And of course, that means I do not want to let a podcast review go unthanked. And one more piece of housekeeping before we get on to the real crux of this week's juicy episode, which is come join me. I have created a Facebook community only for self-sabotage to success podcast listeners. I am popping the link in the show notes or you can find it on my social media. I've been talking about it on LinkedIn and over on my Facebook business page, but I would absolutely love to have you join in. It's going to be a really interactive group. I'm going to be posting there more frequently than other forms of social media in the months ahead. And it's going to be great. I've already got some lovely listeners who I've been engaging with and hearing about their businesses, their journeys, their mindset interests. So it will be absolutely wonderful to have you join in. And as I said, link will be in the show notes and I'll be talking about it again in future episodes. But come join now while it's a lovely small group and let's get chatting because I thought it would be lovely for us to have a community and I don't want to keep all these interactions that I get to have with my listeners to myself anymore. So join me. So hey, how are you? Welcome to the episode and it's going to be a really good one. It's an important one, I think. It's something that is at the heart of what I believe about positive psychology, what I believe about coaching and more widely than that, what I believe about life. And The topic today is why I am 100% against the good vibes only mantra that people try to impart. And this is something that has been kicking around on Instagram, on Facebook, just generally for many years. And it gets my goat. It really is not something that I am on board with. And that might sound incongruent. You know, Lucy, you're a positive psychology coach. You're a really positive, optimistic person, all of which is true. But toxic positivity is different. Toxic positivity is encapsulated by the the phrase, which can seem benign, of good vibes only. And I am not here for that. I am here for something more real, for something more practical, for something more imperfect. So I want to really dig into why I am against the good vibes only culture and why enforced positivity, toxic positivity, or anything along those lines that belittles our lived experience, our real emotions, or forces us to push away those emotions that are hugely valid and that we need to listen to, why that is not a good thing, both for your life, but also for your purpose-led business. So in today's episode, I'm going to be doing a quick definition part about what is toxic positivity and it really is what it says on the tin so that part will be fairly quick and then I'm going to move into a discussion about the discrepancy between you know the fact that I'm a positive psychology coach I absolutely love looking at life through a more positive lens And whether my dislike of good vibes only means that positivity is actually overrated. So let's dig into that in the second part of the podcast. 
Thirdly, I want to talk about how a good vibes only approach can really scupper you and be a saboteur for your purpose-led business, why it specifically is kryptonite to purpose-led entrepreneurs. And then at the end, I want to give us some real practical tips about how to avoid it and what to do instead of having that toxic positivity in your life, having that feeling that only good emotions and good is in inverted commas are allowed. So let's dig in. What is toxic positivity? Well, it's when we force ourselves against every bone in our body to feel positive. And I think with what we've all gone through in the past year with the pandemic and what many of us are still going through, it's been an issue. There's been an element of pull your socks up, blitz spirit in the UK, you know, that's been bandied around and just get on with it and find the good and remember that there's always someone worse off than you. Now, These are all valid ideas and there is some merit in looking on the bright side, of course. But where this becomes toxic or negative or sabotaging is where we deny our feelings, where we don't recognise that things are hard, where we keep pushing through without taking a pause to feel the pain, feel the sadness, feel the overwhelm and think about how we might deal with that and how we might get in touch with our own needs again. It can become a huge saboteur. It can store up issues for us down the track. It can store up physical health issues. It can store up mental health issues. It can lead to us not recognising that we are in a situation where we might need to make changes, where we might need to up our self-care prescription, where we might need to deal with something before we reach burnout. And papering over the cracks with good vibes only can really blind us sometimes to what needs to be done. Or it can not blind us because we know in our hearts that it's not the right approach, that we shouldn't be pushing our feelings away. But there's definitely been a quite reductive movement in this where, you know, you hear people say, or they've got it brazenly across their t-shirt saying good vibes only and that can feel quite confronting in a life that is often imperfect where we're in the messy middle we might be loving some parts of what we're doing we might be really struggling in another area and when we see good vibes only it can make us feel unheard it can make us feel like there is something inherently wrong with us to experience the negative parts of life and to be aware of those as well as being able to appreciate the positive. And I've got two quotes here that I wanted to bring into your minds to have a think about. The first one is from one of my teachers, positive psychology and happiness expert, Robert Biswasdina. And he said, think of your moods as a thermometer that takes the temperature of your life. If you just want to be happy all the time, it's like wanting to break your thermometer. And I love this quote because it really shows us why we need to listen to and pay attention to all our emotions, all our responses, because they're all part of that thermometer. They tell us when things are going really well. They tell us when we're striving for more and we need to put in more effort. And they tell us when something feels off and we need to adjust the room temperature. We need to adjust the space that we're in, the work that we're doing, the people that we're associating with. 
it's a super important piece of data. So when we gloss over the cracks and we say good vibes only, we're really removing that ability to use that thermometer, which is super, super valuable. And the second quote is from another huge favourite of mine, Glennon Doyle. And she said, if you are uncomfortable, in deep pain, angry, yearning, confused, you don't have a problem. You have a life. Being human is not hard because you're doing it wrong. It's hard because you're doing it right. You will never change the fact that being human is hard. So you must change your idea that it was ever supposed to be easy. And I think that one is also really empowering and worth considering when we're living life right, in inverted commas, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. There might be elements of it that we can control, that we can design, that we can add a huge dollop of ease to, but there will also always be difficulties and things we need to overcome. And, you know, this past year has absolutely taught us that. With that being said, does this all mean that positivity is overrated and we should just be negative and sort of sink into the depths of looking at the problems in the world because there sure as hell are enough of them to look at. Well, of course not. And I am a huge proponent of looking at life through a more positive lens, through looking at you, particularly your skills as a purpose-led entrepreneur, as someone who's talented, who's awesome, who is amazing at what you do, but sometimes might not recognize it. And if that does sound like you, don't forget to click on the link to book a call with me in the show notes, because I would love to disabuse you of anything that's telling you you're not as awesome as I know you are. So of course, this is my bag. I love looking at life through that more positive lens whenever possible. Optimism is proven by the research to be super beneficial in so many areas of our lives, in terms of our longevity, in terms of our output and meeting our goals, in terms of our general health. It is super powerful as a tool for humans to be more optimistic and for entrepreneurs and people with huge purpose-led dreams and missions that resilience piece that comes from having an optimistic mindset that comes from feeding positivity intentionally into your day is absolutely huge because it gives you the ability to bounce back it gives you the ability to fail forward and to recognize failures or events that didn't go quite to plan as brilliant learnings, as things to use in the future to inform your decisions, and as examples and evidence for the fact that you're in the arena, that you're doing the hard things, and that you are making progress. So no, I absolutely do not think that positivity is overrated, but I do still have this issue with the good vibes only mantra, that catchphrase that I think is quite unthinking, quite unfeeling about the lived experience of so many people. And I want to talk now about how following that or feeling like you should be following a good vibes only approach to life and business will actually scupper you and scupper your business. And to the point that I just mentioned, a first area that it can scupper is in how we approach failure. If you have a good vibes only attitude, it can be really abrasive to face failure or adversity. Because when you have a good vibes only attitude or approach, 
it can actually hide a form of perfectionism where you really want to present as someone who is always positive, who never struggles, who doesn't have issues or failures or things that don't go to plan. So it can actually mean that your approach to being experimental within your business and to having that progressive mindset about failing forward can be really dented and not used to its highest potential. It can also mean that you don't end up showing up authentically. And I am all about the founders that I work with, the entrepreneurs that I talk to, showing up as them. That doesn't mean polished all the time. That doesn't mean only presenting your absolute game face to the world. It can sometimes mean being vulnerable. It can sometimes mean being quiet. It can sometimes mean not being like Joy in the fantastic Pixar film Inside Out, where you have this kind of grin stuck on your face that might not feel right at that moment. And if you haven't seen the film Inside Out, I know it's kind of old news now, but it is my favourite Pixar film of all time. And that's saying something because I love them. Um, And sadly, it's a Pixar film that my kids won't get on board with. I used to watch it with my middle child when she was a toddler and I was pregnant with my third child. And we loved it. We used to watch it all the time. But as she's grown older, she wants more Marvel superheroes. She wants to see Brie Larson running around and doing all sorts of different things. And if she goes for a Pixar film, it needs to be something new and jazzy. So I miss watching Inside Out. But if you haven't seen it, it is the most fantastic film in terms of thinking about our emotions and how they all absolutely have a place. There are some fantastic interactions between the character of joy and the character of sadness and how they need each other and how to Robert Biswas-Dina's quote, we need that thermometer in our lives to check in and see why we're feeling a certain way and work through it. Now, I better stop there before I get myself into a real Pixar rabbit hole because there are so many amazing positive psychology learnings that we can draw out of Pixar films. And I really, maybe that should be another podcast. I should do a whole podcast on what Pixar films can teach you about having a progressive mindset approach to life. So before I go down that particular rabbit hole, let's carry on with the rest of the episode. And I was still talking about how this good vibes only approach can really be harmful to your business. And I think mainly it can be harmful in terms of thinking about mindset or happiness work and getting ourselves to that progressive mindset, shifting our identity about who we are and what we can achieve, seeing it as a destination or a thing to be ticked off your to-do list. Because if we have a good vibes only approach, then everything's good, right? And we're there, we're, we're already there. And of course, I disagree with that because actually mindset work, happiness work, happiness training, whatever you want to call it, is so grounded in the journey. It's not a destination. It's not a one-off thing that we do. It's not a label that we stick on ourselves. It's something that works with the very experience of being human and the emotions that are caught up in that, the realisms, the day-to-day struggles and triumphs. So I really think in terms of your business, having that awareness of the destination, both for your personal mindset, your personal happiness and your personal sense of achievement is really key in keeping you on track and keeping that mindset tip top because you know it's your main 
point in your your toolbox for progressing your purpose-led business and getting that mission out there, impacting as many people as possible. Now, for the final part of the podcast, I want to give some really practical tips about how we can move away from any feeling that we have to have toxic positivity in our lives. And I will talk about toxic positivity again in future episodes. So if you're coming to this episode further into the future, keep your eye out because this is a topic that I will be covering again. Now, there are so many things you can do to ignore toxic positivity. You can recognize, first of all, that that it is a thing. And with so many areas of mindset, like imposter syndrome or feeling catastrophic about things, once we recognize them and we can give those concepts a name, we gain power over them. So if someone is on social media, triggering you maybe and talking about this good vibes only approach or someone in real life is being that toxic positivity uh, agent provocateur and saying, just remember, you know, you're so much uh, in so much of a better position than so many people. Just, you know, pull your socks up and get on with it. Then you can think about this as a counter. So one of the counters to good vibes only or toxic positivity is embracing wholehearted living, which is something Brene Brown talks about and other amazing writers in the area of positive psychology and emotions. And that is living in a very real state where we're not self-sabotaging, but we're also accepting that difficult things happen and that we will cope with them. It's about recognizing that we have many emotions and that we accept them, even if they are, in inverted commas, bad emotions like anger or disappointment or sadness. And there's also a fantastic book, which is called The Power of Negative Emotion in the UK. It's called The Upside of Your Dark Side in the US. And it's by Robert Biswasdina and Todd Kashtan. And it's all about how those seemingly negative emotions actually have their uses, similar to sadness in the film Inside Out. So recognizing and accepting all our emotions and learning to not disregard something because it's seen as wholly negative. Now, no one wants to live in anger, but sometimes, for example, anger can lead us to great things. It can lead us to create missions to help mothers, to help people in different parts of the world who are suffering. It can lead us to fight against inequality and racism. So anger absolutely has a place. And accepting that is what wholehearted living and looking at those emotions as a spectrum of human experience does. The other element of combating that desire or that feeling that we should be living this good vibes only kind of life is by being self-compassionate and understanding that when you're struggling, it's okay to help yourself. It's okay to reach out for help. And this is really important in your business as well. The good vibes only attitude can make us feel that we can't reach out for help, that we always need to be doing it on our own. And it can feed into the soloist mindset that I've talked about in other episodes. Another aspect of this self-compassion can be in how we speak to ourselves and also how we speak to others. So for example, instead of saying, 
oh, things will work out or just look on the bright side. We can instead recognize what ourselves or the person in front of us is going through and say something like, yeah, this is really difficult right now. What can I do to support myself? Or if you're talking to someone else, what can I do to support you? Actually asking the question, what do you need? Rather than pushing away the emotion. Another language example, because language is always really important, is instead of saying to someone, just stay positive, just be happy, just, you know, good vibes only, like this is a place for positivity. We can literally say to someone or say to ourselves, that sounds really tough. That must be really hard. And nothing else. We can put a full stop at the end of that. We don't have to give the person a solution or ourselves a solution, we can actually just sit with it for a while. And I'm always a proponent in not setting up camp in negative emotions, not living in them day after day after day and trying to find ways out. And that's what I love to do with clients. But sometimes they need to be experienced and we need to just recognize that there is no immediate solution. It's just a case of working through, waiting and feeling what we are going through. Finally, I am in the business of wanting my clients to flourish, wanting their businesses to flourish and importantly, wanting themselves to flourish so that they can go out there and do that awesome work from the very, very best place in terms of their mindset and their sense of who they are and self-belief. But also, we have to recognise that sometimes we are in different seasons and to bring it back to the pandemic, but this is relevant at any time, sometimes we can be in a season where we're not quite flourishing. We might be going through something really difficult. We might be at a crunch point in our businesses and having to power through with busier days and more deadlines and higher levels of stress than usual. And we can think about that in different ways. And I read a great article this week. I'd seen a previous article which was talking about in the pandemic, naming how some of us might be feeling right now. And I think there was merit in the article. It was talking about the fact that we might be languishing in that kind of state where we're not quite thriving. We're just languishing. We're trying to reach for something that we're not there yet. But then I saw this counter argument, this counter article that talked about us not languishing, but rather being dormant. And this won't ring true for everyone, but I felt like this was really true. Like we're waiting to bloom, but we're just waiting. We're not actually trying to flourish right now because we know that we can't see our families. We can't yet go freely around the world and travel. We can't meet people face to face in big groups. And it doesn't mean that we're languishing necessarily because we might be in an in acceptance of where we are. We might be feeling like we're just a volcano ready to do a massive, exciting eruption. But that conditions are not there yet. We're not in the place where we can erupt and we can have that volcano party and we can bloom into an amazing houseplant. We're just not there yet. So I thought that was really interesting in terms of living with where we are, recognizing how we feel and not always being in that good vibes only space where we have to feel like we're flourishing 100% of the time. It's just not going to happen. I really like an eight out of 10 approach to life because if you feel eight out of 10 about a goal 
about something you're trying to achieve, then actually it leaves you in a really good place. It means you recognize that you're doing well, but you know there's room for improvement and striving and getting to the next stage. So we don't ever have to aim for 100% and we can always give ourselves some space and some grace to feel imperfect, to feel non-flourishing, to not feel 100% good vibes only at every single point of our lives. And with that, I will wrap up today's episode. I hope that you found this foray into my dislike of good vibes only, my dislike, huge dislike of toxic positivity, interesting and useful. Ever drop me a line if you want to give me any comments, any feedback. I'd always love to hear from you. And if you want to book a call, as you know, the link is in the show notes. Don't forget to join the Facebook group and be part of the self-sabotage to success community. As ever, have a wonderful week ahead. I look forward to being back with you next Wednesday and I am rooting for you and your mission and your mindset as always. Take care and speak to you next week on the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. Bye for now.